Hello and welcome to episode 415 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my back garden. Now coming up today, I have taken a trip to a gardening trade show. I think that's the best way to explain it. But first, what have I been up to this last week? It is Thursday the 16th of September 2021 today, just in my podding shed at the moment. And what I'm doing today is I'm sowing some broad beans. This variety is called Aquadolce Claudia and these are going to be growing over winter down on the allotment. I would say this is perhaps slightly too early compared to when I usually sow them but you know what, I'm happy to get a bit of a head start on them. Now to Solis, what I've done is I've filled up one of my root trainer trays with multi-purpose compost and I'm just going to drop a single seed into each single root trainer and then cover it back over with multi-purpose compost. Works very well I find this system and once germination has started these root trainer trays will then move outside into the greenhouse and start hardening them off before they go outside. Now these are destined to go in the bed on the allotment where I currently have sweet corn growing so uh, sweet corn is still there it's not going to be used just yet but at least for the time being I can make a start so as soon as the sweet corn goes out the beans will go in. That's the idea anyway. It is Saturday the 18th of September 2021 today and I am on the allotment. I've been down here since midday. It's now four o'clock and I'm just about ready to head on home. Now naturally first thing I did when I got down to the allotment take a walk around and then got the lawnmower and the strimmer out and cut all the grass areas. This is my usual routine when I first come down the allotment on a weekend. Gives me a chance to well examine all the crops, see if there's anything that desperately needs doing or anything that I may have missed. Basically today now everything is looking fine. It certainly came together quite nicely and actually since making it a habit of mowing the grass areas the grass is actually looking a lot better and actually looking like the area itself has tidied up because of it. Now all the grass clippings of course that went on to mulch around the leek bed. I've got to say the leeks look like they have certainly shot up in growth over the last week. We had a bit of rain this week, not a huge amount but a bit of rain and that may have lifted them but I also think the mulch is helping. Into the greenhouse and I harvested some tomatoes and some jalapeno peppers all of which are going to be used later on this evening in my dinner. Uh, good amount of tomatoes, good amount of jalapenos and I've got to say they do look tasty. After that I went into the bed where my first potatoes were growing and that bed is basically now shut down for the winter almost. I've just dug over the bed once again, just removing any volunteer potatoes so that we hopefully don't get any more potatoes growing next year. Whether that happens or not is another thing, but we've done our best to try and stop it from happening. 
I've also removed any little bits of root to try and stop any cooch grass growing. And then I've scattered around there some Facilia seeds. Now Facilia is a green manure as no doubt you are aware. And it's one that I've discovered, I think it was last year for the first time, just how good it is as, at suppressing weeds. And I have added that to my arsenal of beating this cooch grass. So I've scattered the seeds around and watered them in. Hopefully they will germinate in the next few weeks. And these Facilia plants, they will grow quite big quite quickly. They will grow over winter, they're quite hardy, and they will just suppress any weeds from growing in this bed. I will be going into green manures in a bit more detail next week because I've become such a fan of green manures. Well, that is what I've been up to today down on the allotment. The allotment is looking so much better, I've got to say, and we're getting plenty of food still. Sweet corn, potatoes, raspberries, tomatoes, peppers. I'm really pleased with myself considering I haven't done as much as I would have liked on the allotment this year. It is Sunday the 19th of September 2021 today. I'm in the podding shed because we've had rain today. Yeah, rain. And proper rain as well. It was predicted all weekend. Uh, we got away with it yesterday. Beautiful sunshine yesterday as you heard. But today, rain. Now... I don't mind the rain. In fact, I think it was quite good for the garden. Certainly needed a good drop of rain. But where the trouble is, it's not so easy to work outside in the rain. So instead, I came into my podding shed and had a bit of a, a sort out. Now, this is something I keep trying to keep on top of, is just going through my shelves, trying to use what I have, use up what I already have, stack things a bit neater and tidier. The trouble is, what tends to happen is I'll use something and then it will go back at the front and completely throws all my organisation out the window. So, uh, yeah, it's time for a bit of a sort out. Got rid of a few empty bags that weren't needed. Got rid of a bit of crap that wasn't needed. But um, it overall gave everything a bit of a tidy up and benefited from it because... Well, when I built this shed and started using it, I promised myself I was going to keep it tidy and organised. And, you know, I think everyone does it when they get something new. It's going to be kept clean and tidy. I, I was sweeping up in here every day. But after a while, that tends to go out the window. Well, <laughs> that's where every now and then it's just a case of quickly running out here and doing what has to be done. Which, pleased to say now, yeah, like I say, it's done. Now after that, I then went on to sow some seeds. Now these seeds I sown were pak choy, spinach and cabbage. I'm going to hopefully get these germinated. They, the spinach and pak choy should germinate quite quickly and then I'll throw those outside, not throw them outside, get them outside, planted up and ready to go and into the ground. I'm going to keep a very, very close eye and, and try and come here every night and just prick them out, pot them up into different pots and then grow them on and get them plug planted and ready to go outside and then get them in the ground as soon as I possibly can. Not easy, I know. I keep saying this, don't I? Not easy, I know, but it's something I need to do. 
Right, so that is it for today's update. And I suspect this is going to be it for this week's diary update. So I will run one of my adverts and then you will hear about our mine and Lee's trip to Glee. A few months ago, I launched the VegGrow Podcast Supporters Club. Each month, I send out a gift pack of a collection of seeds to sow each month along with a newsletter. I also produce behind-the-scenes podcasts or videos providing club members with extra content. And we are constantly adding extra features to improve the club. It costs just £5 a month and current members tell me that they have found that the seeds alone are value for money. This also helps me keep the podcast and the website running and more importantly, it helps me encourage and inspire more people to grow their own food. Now, if that sounds like something you are interested in joining, then head over to the vegroundpodcast.co.uk to find out more. But if you want to support the podcast without becoming a member, we also have merchandise available on the website, including mugs and t-shirts. Or leave a review on your podcast service or share this podcast with others. It all goes a long way to help supporting the VegGround podcast. Well, that's what I've been up to over this last week, growing food here in my allotment and my garden down in the south coast of the United Kingdom. Please do let me know what you've been up to yourself in your own allotment or your own back garden or even your windowsill, whatever growing area you have. Being fascinated just to find out a little bit more of what everyone else is doing. I've got to admit, I did feel it was being a little bit quiet this week. But I think Sunday with the rain slowed things down. Never mind, next weekend we will start with our sowing of the garlic and sowing of the onions. That's when things really feel like they are starting. Now, last Tuesday, I headed up to Birmingham, back to the NEC, just like I was for Gardeners World Live a few weeks ago. But this was for another gardening event. But this gardening event is called Glee. And I like to think, or I tend to call Glee as being a place where garden centres go to find out products. It's more of a a trade show. It's not somewhere where things are necessarily for sale, but certainly somewhere for the trade to go and visit. And I met up with Lee and we spent a day looking around and what we were looking at trying to find out is just looking for the trends for 2022 and any new products that were particularly going to grab our attention. Well, We had a few that we were interested in and we wandered around and we had a chat with some of the people on their various stalls. Now, the first company is called Ergronomics, despite what I called them in the beginning, and I probably get corrected quite rightly. It's a product that I think is going to help a lot of people who perhaps don't have a huge amount of space or have... Uh, limited options of where they can grow i.e they have a balcony or something it's basically a container gardening Uh, but i'll let the nice people at agronomics talk a bit more about their products 
wandering around the show tonight, I've came across a stall called Egronomics, and I have Jamie here, who's the managing director. So, uh, what is Egro Egronomics? So, Ergronomics is. Uh, a- <laughs> Ergonomics is effectively a, a closed space container growing system. So the whole idea of it is to enable people to grow very productive, very, very reliably and very systematically in an extremely compact space. So to that end, we basically sell um, a rotationally moulded container. So everything's made in the UK. Everything has a 10-year warranty. Everything has a 40-year design life. So that sustainability credentials are really close to us. Then it comes with drip line irrigation an inbuilt patented plant training system, a two-part filter drainage system, and then either recycled wood chocks or stands available at different ergonomic heights. Uh, the way it all works together is effectively to create huge yields from an extremely small space. So the patented training system effectively organizes the area into three distinct rows, which prevents lodging, uh, prevents pest buildup, and uh, maintains airflow. So because of all that, you can plant stuff much closer than conventional wisdom would say that you're able to. And then with our automatic watering, which we know produces 2.3 litres per drip per hour, effectively that means 50 minutes a day is perfectly fine. And then the way the drainage system works is it keeps every, keeps uh, the, water, the soil uh, moisture content at an optimum and prevents uh, washing out of mud and stuff onto a patio. Fantastic, fantastic. I've got to say, I saw this in the uh, product showcase area and I was quite impressed with what I saw. So for the listener at home, this is obviously an audio, can we just sort of paint a picture of what we're looking at? Okay, sure. Um, So effectively, it's a large container, slightly uh, conical sloping down with the Ergonomics logo on the front. Um, They're made from uh, sort of a mottled material. So we have here that sort of imitates granite and we have another one that sort of imitates marble. Um, These then are either mounted on chocks very close to the ground or they're mounted on galvanized uh, steel frames, which raises them to one of three variable heights. Um, It's very compact in terms of what you're growing in it, um, but it is still a larger unit. I think in a nutshell that in sums nutshell. it up, yeah. <laughs> yes, and across the top we have the drip irrigation, which almost looks like a copper pipe. It does, but it's, yeah. it's Is it okay to touch? Sorry. Yeah, no, carry on. Yeah, so uh, almost quite a tough but bit of giving it mm-hmm. a bit of plastic. And then this painted line system, which I'm really intrigued about. It's quite a, quite a novel idea, I see. So, yeah, the painted tra- training system has taken a lot of time developing. Yeah, we started with bamboo and sticks, as I'm sure you can imagine. Now, uh, it's developed a little bit further than that. So it's basically made from uh, vinyl, with a vinyl, obviously, eye protector end cap. Then what we have here, which prevents, um, which basically allows for the listener at home, it allows you to adjust the height. So if you've got a carrot that's, say, two weeks old, obviously you want to protect it when it's very close down. But when it's 13, as anyone will know, it gets really big and really bushy. So it's all about keeping that organised, really keeping it constrained and keeping it tidy. So what we have here is actually an engine-grade polymer because rubber will perish when it's outdoors. So this is actually made to go inside of a Volkswagen Polo, I think. So basically it means that you can adjust this height, you can keep everything very tight, and then with the toggle, you can obviously release it if you want to get stuff out. Sorry. (laughs) Or you can tighten it and then loosen it according to how constrained and how organised you actually want your plants to be. Uh, So the training system is what gives us 100% more yield than a normal traditional system. Uh, So a normal veg uh, trough system or a normal allotment. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Well, that sounds like a really interesting product. If anybody wants to go find out more, where do they head to? Uh, they go to ergonomics.co.uk. So it's E-R-G-R-O-W-N-O-M-I-C-S.co.uk. Fantastic. I'll make sure the link and photos are on the blog post for this podcast. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there we go. Ergonomics, not ergonomics, as I said. <laughs> like an idiot. What did you think of that? Well, it was interesting, man. We see quite a few different, like, um, drug-growing uh, ideas about. That was nice. I, I liked it. And I thought, I thought the uh, keeping it in rows and keeping everything neat was quite a nice idea. I thought it was a clever, clever thing. Quite simple. Quite simple. And I felt that was a there was there wasn't much new stuff or anything to really feel like. Yeah, this is going to be a big change today. With the last couple of years, it's not surprising that things have been a little awkward. But to see something a bit different, a bit imaginative, was quite good. I thought, and I can see that having these basically bands of elastic to organise your garden area to be quite successful. I can see new gardeners quite liking that to most of you because it's making it easy, isn't it? So, um, so yeah, I liked it, man. It was, it was new and, uh, and you know, again, I think his name was Jamie, the geezer that, that you chatted to, but a, a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, very nice guy. Um, please do go check him out of course all links are in the blog post next to that stall we had a stall that i couldn't go in but we we chatted to them anyway do you like mushrooms lee i do mate and uh before we continue this chat it's got to be said that you are risking your life for this podcast which uh has to be applauded I've got to get the content somehow, but (laughs) it's something i've always wanted to grow mushrooms but because i have a mushroom allergy I've never even attempted it. I'd, I'd be stupid to even try it. But it's something I wish I had a bit of experience of because I can see it being another food source to grow in a back garden. I think it's um, I think it's one of those things. Like someone asked us earlier, like what is the fashion or what's what's happening in twenty twenty two? And I think that possibly could be the new microgreen, man. Like I think that could be the mm. the um, the fashionable thing for for new gardeners young people t- to be growing mm. should we find out from urban farm it all about mushroom growing well listeners will know one thing that i've unable to grow at home is mushrooms due to a mushroom allergy but at the event today i found a stall called urban farm it run by a chap called elliot or mr mushroom as he likes to be known as <laughs> elliot or mr mushroom yeah. tell us about growing mushrooms at home yeah hi uh, yeah thanks for this um well, the first thing to say is that I'm staggered that more people don't do it. Uh, growing mushrooms is extremely productive. You could be harvesting your first crop in just three weeks. It's not like waiting around for that tomato all season long. Uh, they have a huge, uh, really high efficiency. So off of a one kilogram bag of substrate, you could grow two and a half kilograms of mushrooms. So that's an efficiency of 250%, which you know just blows the brain. How could you possibly grow more than, than, than what you're even growing them on? Uh, also, if you choose the mushrooms correctly, you can do them either indoors or outdoors because mushrooms' needs regards environmental conditions are so broad that room temperature can be fine. You know, outside in the UK in summer can be fine. Outside in the UK in winter can be fine. In your cellar can be fine. So they're a great way of maximising space. Fantastic, fantastic. So somebody at home does want to start growing mushrooms and they come to you to buy a kit. Yeah, yeah. What happens? 
Yeah, so um, they'll buy a kit and depending on their level already, um, they will either totally follow the instructions or they'll totally not. And uh, fortunately, generally, we find that both kind of directions, people have success. It's certainly the case with mushrooms that the more you put in, the more you get out. Um, but like I say, they are very resilient and most people will get something. And what we're seeing is that people who are traditional gardeners or even new to gardening and, and food growing, they'll buy a mushroom kit and when they see just how incredible it is, they often progress extremely quickly and become a little bit obsessed, if I'm quite honest. Um, we have, for example, one lady who was one of the first people we sent a mushroom kit to. About three weeks after doing a mushroom kit, she was then doing a mushroom bucket grow based on our uh, one of our tutorial videos. About three weeks after that, she had dug in a load of mushroom bed grows, which we were just talking about. And now about six months later, she's starting a small scale mushroom business, you know? So that, that's really what we want to see. And um, the reason for that is, is just for how incredible and quick they grow. You know, these guys, uh, you harvest your first crop in about three weeks, which is, you know, mad quick. And then once they start growing, they double in size every 24 hours. So it's super engaging for younger growers, which is obviously really, really important for bringing grassroots to the next generation through. And you can have up to about five harvests off of each mushroom kit. So not only is it quick, it's productive and it's extremely rewarding as well. So what is the substrate that the mushrooms grow in? Yeah. So um, what we grow, what we use primarily in our kits are lignicolous or wood-loving mushrooms. Uh, they feed on lignin in wood, which is basically an energy source. And um, so we use chopped and beaten up Kentish straw. Uh, funnily enough, oyster mushrooms love straw. And in the same way as you can select your mushroom variety to suit your house or your space, you can select your mushroom variety to suit availability of substrate. You know, what we get a lot of is people who have maybe a, a small coffee shop or something like that, and they want to grow on coffee grounds, which is a great way to do it. The good thing about the oyster mushrooms is pretty much any organic material uh, they'll, they'll grow on. And they're really aggressive and hardy. So, you know, the, uh, the sky's the limit, really, with what you can do. Mm -hmm. How about looking after the mushrooms as you're trying to grow them? What, yeah. What's involved in that? So it's all in the prep. Uh, the prep is, you know, get your hands a bit dirty, mix it in. Once it's mixed, you just incubate it for two weeks. You don't, you don't even touch them. That's replicating in nature when the mushroom is basically burrowing through a hardwood log. So, you know, no, no care needed whatsoever. Once you open up the kit, all they need to do then is just uh, spritz it with water once a day to keep the humidity up, and, and the, then they'll just do the rest of the work for you. If you're talking about doing something like a log grow or a bed grow, it literally is all in the prep. Post that, you don't really touch it. You just let the environment do the work. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. And have you got a website or something that people can go and find out more yeah. information on? Yeah, we do, yeah. So um, the website's urban-farm-it.com, but we've just got a new YouTube channel, which is Urban Farm It, and you can also catch up with all of our tutorial videos and hints and tips and things like that on our Instagram, urban.farm.it. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Mr. Mushroom. <laughs> no worries. Cheers. That was interesting. Very interesting, I felt. Um, I'd love to, love to give it a try. I really would love to give it a try at growing mushrooms. Yeah. Just not going to work. Not going to work at all. That geezer had a lot of passion for mushrooms, man. Right? Uh, which was good. I feel like, you know, with passion like that, then it's going to go far, isn't it? It's going to be a, a, a winner. Mm. He really did seem to know his stuff and he really did want to get people growing mushrooms in their back garden, which, you know, I hope people out there 
we'll give it a try if they can. I feel it's odd that we don't really do it already. It's sort of trying to normalise it, isn't it? It still feels a little bit odd. If I went to go and tell my mum and dad I'm growing mushrooms in the garden, they might think that's a bit weird. So it feels like it feels like that sort of product is going to normalise growing mushrooms. I agree, I agree, and I don't think it's any different to say keeping chickens in your garden and quail in your garden, really. No, no, I think you're right, man. Um, he talks about uh, just growing it in trucks, and you know, don't really think about it, do you? Like, imagine like next to your lettuce, you've got mushrooms. It's good. I think it's a good idea for me. Not for you so much, obviously, <laughs> but for me, like I'm, I think I'm, that's something I want to do in 2022. It's, it's got me, it's got me inspired. Now, uh, finally, we went and saw your friends. Yeah, man. Like, uh, did you talk to them about the microgreens? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love them. Grow so simple. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Joe. Yeah, I love them guys. They're, again, bringing something that makes it really easy and simple for people to get gardening. Yeah, I, I like, because they got seed cells, which you'll hear in a moment what they, they talk about. And I like it that they do try and make gardening easy. They focused a lot on food. They've got microgreens, they've got vegetables, all easy to grow and sow. Yeah, they, I'm too honest with you, right? they've been about for, for a few years now, but we've got like, this whole new load of gardeners coming into the, in, into the industry. And, and anything that makes gardening simple... Uh, is a winner uh, I, I keep saying winner because all the things we've talked about um, do make it easy for people to get gardening but them especially like anything you don't have to really think about it just pop into the soil and it, and it grows it, you know I love that yeah well should we listen to the audio and then uh, come back after that now uh, one of the stands that I visited is run by the managing director of growsosimple.com Links will be in the blog post for this podcast, of course. And his name is Dan. Dan, what are the products you're selling at the moment? Hi, Richard. So um, our main core range uh, starts with the seed cell. Um, Seed cell is a biodegradable seed pod made from recycled materials. It's 100% plastic free. And it allows gardeners who maybe have a little bit less experience to grow for the first time. So the product consists of a seed pod with seeds inside. And you simply... um, pop the pod into some soil add some water and it'll absorb that water and slowly over time as the seeds grow it will break down and biodegrade so it makes it quite a simple and easy way to start sowing seeds from the sounds of it absolutely so i mean our demographic is very vast but we tend to find that you get a lot of starter gardeners people who haven't maybe had as much experience who are growing for the first time people who are generally some some of the younger growers who have maybe just bought their first uh, their first property or their first house and they want to give gardening a grow but you know they've never done it before it gives them the confidence to uh, to have a go themselves fantastic fantastic i've also seen you've got microgreens can you tell me a bit about the microgreens because that's quite a hot topic at the moment yeah, absolutely. Everything we try and do is all sort of centred around accessibility. So we want people to be able to grow things when they've never had any experience growing at all. And we want to try and include as much as we can of the kit uh, and, and the, the different materials and things needed. So with the, uh, the microgreens trend, we wanted to create something that was small, affordable, accessible. Uh, it could be small space gardening, you could do it on a desk, um, you don't need any, anything other than water. Uh, and it's mess-free as well. So we've created a small kit, which is hydroponic. Um, it's self-watering, and it has everything you need in order to start your first microgreens garden. 
So it's, it's quite an exciting little product. Yeah, and I see it comes in a range of different flavours or different vegetables from purple, kohlrabi, broccoli green and a spicy mix. So good range and plenty of variation. Yeah, absolutely. So we've tried to stick to things that people are more familiar with. Um, so like you say, the, the, the kohlrabi, the cabbage, fenugreek, um, lots of flavours, lots of different colours, uh, lots of variations. Um, they're very fast growing as well. So what we do is the actual kit itself has a um, two-part propagator made from a PET plastic, so it can be easily recycled. But the main feature is that we've also now got um, some refill packs, which you can also buy as a supplement to the product and keep using it. So you can just keep growing, and most of those plants will grow and be ready to plant within sort of five to ten days. Fantastic, fantastic. Now the seed cells, I see they also come in a range of different seeds and, and flavours, as I like to call them. Uh, what's your range on those? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, two sort of designs of the seed cell. We've got a disc um, and we've got the individual seed cell pods. So the seed cell pods, we again, we've kind of kept it to plant to plate, family favourites, lots of vegetables. So you've got things from basil, rocket, lettuce, um, you know, to courgettes and your vegetables. Um, and we also do the discs, as I mentioned, in various different formations so we have a small space garden so lots of things that will grow in a small space we have a herb kit so we have four different herbs all in one pack uh, and a really cost you know cost effective price of 2.99 and they're all easy to grow because i've grown some in the past and uh, they've all germinated nicely and seem to grow very very healthy very quickly thank you very much for your time this evening um great to see you you're welcome thanks richard nice to meet you well, that was Grow So Simple. Please do, again, check them out and let us know what you think of their product. You've tried their stuff out before. Have you tried? I've seen you some bits of those before. I've tried, I think, with sunflowers and basil, and they seem to work really well. I think, actually, they work really well on the veggie pods. Yeah, they do. They work easy on anything, to be honest with you, mate. Literally, especially like the little pizza things that have this... I mean, you've got to see them to, to really understand what I'm talking about. But they hold the seeds and everything in it. I mean... I, love I think they're good for children. Like, you know, I'm all about getting kids into gardening. I think they're good for kids just to get started, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, what's your thoughts on what we've discovered and found out about today now? I think it's good, mate. I think, um, like I said earlier, we've got uh, a lot of new gardeners uh, in this world now. And all these things that we've talked about and the people you've spoke to on the podcast today... I'm making it cool for starters for for these gardeners and easy, and that's what we want because you know we want people to succeed so they stay gardening and 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 that's what these products are going to be doing. Yeah, I agree. There's something like three million new gardeners in the UK last year alone, and I know some people don't like when I talk about products, but. The point is, these products are out there to help us out a lot and to make our life easier. And then probably will be... The great thing about this sort of event from our point of view is we make connections with people who are got other things in the pipeline. We've only really scratched the surface of what we've seen today. It's a... Yeah, it's a, it's a big show, isn't it? It's a... There's a lot of people to talk to and um, I've enjoyed it. I've had a great time, man. Me too. Me too. Thank you so much for joining me today, Liam. I'll head everyone back to the studio. 
For those that don't know Lee, Lee is a skinny jean gardener and he's all about getting kids into gardening. Something that I think Lee felt he missed out on as a child because it wasn't done at his school. Uh, and I think that's an attitude he takes with him when he looks around these sort of places. Now, Glee was a long day for us both. It started at half five in the morning and I think we both got home about 10 o'clock at night. Very, very long day, but I think, you know what, it was worth it. So what do you think will be your own changes or trends for 2022 will you be growing mushrooms will you be looking at container growing will you even be considering microgreens please do let me know now you can email me richard at the uk. you can leave me a voicemail at the website the uk, and you can leave a comment on the bottom of a blog post there as well and you can also find me on social media. Just search for the Veg Grower podcast. If you also would like to help me out, don't forget to leave a review on your podcast provider. Really helps actually to help other people find me by leaving a little review. That is it for this week. So thank you so much for joining me. We will be back again next week where I'm going to be talking about green manures. A bit of a subject that is in a lot of discussions at the moment. So uh, I'm looking forward to covering this one to say the least. But until then, please take care.